Welcome to your hump stream, friends. A little late today. Had some daddy duty stuff to do, but we're here. I didn't want to miss this stream because there's a lot of good stuff going on to talk about. Man. Let's see. UFO motherships. I talked about that in my last stream, but mainstream media reporting on it going viral. We'll talk about that whole UFO mothership and our solar system story. Uh, the trans agenda is just out of control. Absolutely out of control. We've got like five or six news stories up here, and each one will make you just, I, I don't know. Are you not entertained? Shake your head, laugh, puke. Um, voter registration, that, that Eric, Electronic Registration Information Center, Voter Registration System, good news about that. Co-founder of it. I guess, stepping down from the board of that Eric system or something like that, and it's sending the mainstream media into a tizzy. Washington Post putting out an editorial, their whole board, the whole newspaper putting out an article uh, defending that Eric voter registration system. So point being, I think over the next couple of years, we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about, about that in a minute. Um, a lot of other stuff too. Bunch of things with different three-letter agencies, ATF, FBI, EPA, ABC, 123, LGBT, no, not that. Okay, let's just get into it. I don't know, I'm, I'm bullshitting with you guys here. Cybercrime is out of control. Identity fraud, data breaches, account hacks, lots of stuff going on. That's why I use Virtual Shield VPN, Virtual Private Network Service. Uh, it's great, doesn't slow down my internet browsing, keeps all my data safe and secure. Helps protect your finances as well. Anytime you're sending credit card data, location data, anything, helps hide your IP address. A VPN, I would recommend for every single person, especially if you browse the internet on public Wi-Fi networks. So if you're at airports or coffee shops and you log into their free public Wi-Fi, definitely use a VPN. And Virtual Shield, great service. They don't log anything. They're... Pretty darn cheap too, just three bucks a month uh, for their two-year plan. So you can find them, link for them will be in the description under this video to get you that deal. All right, so I usually save the UFO stuff to the ends of these shows, but with how viral this story is, even though I talked about this on Monday, I talked about it on Monday at the end of the stream, and I warned you guys, like, hey, there's going to be more news stories about this. Because obviously that's what the media always does, is they clickbait the shit out of any UFO story that's coming out. And that's exactly what happens. It's exactly what happened. Fox News, New York Post, all of them, like the next day after I said that, all wrote these super viral, pretty clickbaity stories. Pentagon officials suggest alien mothership in our solar system could send mini probes to Earth. And they have a... A headline photo of a general dude here. No, it wasn't a general. It wasn't multiple officials. It was just one official. And he's the head of this, like, obscure, very small, new UAP office, UFO office, under the uh, Department of Defense. His name was Sean Kirkpatrick. He's the director of Pentagon's All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. And he co-wrote this paper with Avi Loeb. Avi Loeb, you you might have seen him. Was he on Joe Rogan? Avi Loeb might have been on Joe Rogan. Can't remember, but he's been all around the media the past couple of years because he's the Harvard professor guy that talks about UFOs. So Harvard professor guy and Department of Defense guy, Sean Kirkpatrick, they wrote this paper together that's still under review. It hasn't been published or or any of that still under review but they co-wrote this paper together and they just talk about a variety of stuff in there harvard professor guy says oh yeah omuamua that asteroid rock that came through our solar system a couple of years ago could have been some alien probe which he said before it's nothing new really so that's what the mainstream media always does with anything ufo related guys they just clickbait sensationalize the shit out of it and get everybody all cracked up on, I don't know, fear porn or over-exaggerated shit reporting. A great example of this is, remember about three, two or three years ago, 
that news story went around about about the uh, Israeli space chief says that Galactic Federation is here, and some articles even went to the extent of, oh, Galactic Federation is here, and they're talking to Trump. You guys remember that? Give me a thumbs up in the chat if you remember that. Israeli space chief says Galactic Federation is here. Those headlines went all over the world. 100% fake as shit. You can go back to the first week of me doing this Rumble channel. It was one of the first videos I uploaded when I got censored off YouTube and had to migrate to Rumble here. I did a dig on that, and I actually found the Facebook page of that Israeli space chief and of the basically spokesperson or the co-author uh, with that Israeli space chief, and they were sick of it. They both were saying, we're not going to answer any more questions. The media sucks. They're totally taking our words out of context. We never said anything about aliens. So that's just one example of many about how the mainstream media blows the sh ever-loving shit out of stories like this. So this is really a nothing burger, pretty much. Um, yeah, that's it. That's like the point. Uh, could an alien mothership be in our solar system? Yeah, sure. But the word could there makes it very vague. Could. That means nothing. Putting the word could in there. Yeah, I could win a billion dollars tomorrow on the lottery. I could. You guys see my point? So. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's move on from this into January 6th. So we've got a report that was uncovered this was a report directly from the Capitol Police, the Metropolitan Police Department in Washington, D.C. Somebody somewhere, looks like it was Joseph McBride, Esquire, the lawyer that tweeted this. I don't know if he dug it up or somebody sent it to him or he found it somewhere, but some internet sleuth dug up a report from the Washington, D.C. Police Department that looked like it was from 2021. Oh, yeah. It was it was about the January 6th demonstrations from Monday, January 4th to Thursday, January 7th, 2021. Metropolitan Police Department, Homeland Security Bureau, Special Operations Division. So it's this uh, lengthy report, 100 pages. And within this report, the Metropolitan Police Department... Uh, admits that they knew Antifa was coming to the protest. They knew Antifa was coming. Says so within that report. Uh, it also states that the D.C. police were told not to fire projectiles into the crowd, but they did. And as the Gateway Pundit writes here, two Trump supporters likely went into shock, had heart attacks, and died when the flash bombs went off right in their faces. Uh, and that's, that's big, uh, big concussion right there. Big blast of force right in your face. If they wouldn't have died, they probably would have been blind and deaf. So that's nothing to, you know, that's something serious. It's nothing to joke about. Let's see here. They knew MAGA Republicans were coming to the protest, so they entrapped them. I mean, this report's just huge. So, huge. There you go. One more thing on January 6th. We've got good old fact checks. Good old fact checks. This one from the uh, the USA Today. See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. The USA Today. They have their headquarters literally in McLean, Virginia. Like down the road from the CIA's headquarters in McLean. Or the company that owns USA Today has their headquarters like literally right down the road from the CIA's HQ. <laughs> He got the you got the guy riding his bike in the morning just going from the CIA headquarters right down to USA Today. Here's your talking points today, guys. Oh, good to see you again. How's the wife and kids? So, fact check. False claim about Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, amid January 6th tapes reveal. Here's the fact check. The claim. January 6th video shows Jacob Chansley was led entire time by Capitol Police. Our rating. False. The whole world's way and why. 
No, nothing to see here, Jedi Mind Tricks. That video you're seeing of multiple Capitol Police officers following this guy around to all the rooms. That, it's, it's false. It's a deep fake. Your eyes are playing tricks on you. I've, can we still call it gaslighting or does that contribute to climate change? So gotta love this fact check here. USA Today. James O'Keefe on deck next. James O'Keefe announces new project after project Veritas Alster. His new project is called the O'Keefe Media Group. That is creative. O'Keefe Media Group unveiled today. And this is about three weeks after he resigned from Project Veritas. We're going to be sending cameras into the hands of hundreds of people, O'Keefe said on Real America's Voice. We're going to be creating a citizen army of journalists. Is this real life? What is happening here? Nice. I, just telling you guys, I would love to be an undercover journalist and do that sort of stuff. And definitely for, well, not Project Veritas anymore. It would be for the O'Keefe Media Group. I would love to do it, but unfortunately, my name and face are just too too much out there. But I guess maybe I could still wear a wire or a camera some places. I don't know. It'd be fun. I'd love to do it. But anyway, there you go. O'Keefe Media Group. We'll see what he does. Should be fun. Goodbye, Project Veritas. It was nice knowing you. But, uh, Shot yourself in the foot, I guess. Bummer. Russell Brand getting attacked here by the Guardian. Guardians of the propaganda. Headline says, Russell Brand's descent into conspiracy politics. Descent? Did they just start listening to the guy? He's been there. He's been there for a while. <laughs> oh. But yeah, Russell Brand's been um he's been lighting it up lately. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, doesn't mean I agree with everything he says, doesn't mean my opinion of him is 100%. Yeah, I love every single thing that comes out of his mouth and his ass. No, there's still some takes where I'm going to be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Love that what. But I like what he's doing lately. I do. Go Russell Brand. And if you're getting hate by the Guardian, then, you know, doing something right. You are fake news. Michelle Obama. Dude. I wish I had shoulders like that. Michelle Obama says her family felt a sense of responsibility to represent the black community during White House years. And she says that there was no, it was no accident that the Obama administration was scandal-free. Yes. Michelle Obama, scandal-free. You are fake news. I wish the government would just ban itself. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. Chat, help me out here. List all the scandals the Obama administration was, was caught in. Help me out here. Um, Operation Fast and Furious, all the gun running, right? Uh, how many false flag shootings did we get during the Obama years? Man, there were so many. Let's see here. Uh, where the hell did Obama even come from? Right? Uh, who the hell paid for Obama's college education? Wasn't that some, uh, Saudi Arabian prince? Oh, yeah, the drones, man. Left wing, right wing. Two wings of the same drone, right? Obamacare, Benghazi. Oh, God, Benghazi, right? Shoot. Let's see. The rise of ISIS. Gun running all them guns, not just to the Mexican Mexican cartels, but also who is funding ISIS. Money dropped to Iran. Blundering Syria. Dude. And keep going. Keep going. Bomb drop every 20 minutes. <laughs> kind of universe does. 
Uh, I don't want to assume her gender. Might get it wrong. She live in. Right. All right. Next story. Biden says former President Jimmy Carter asked him to deliver the eulogy at his funeral when he dies. Uh, uh, two wings of the same drone, right? Well, I guess they're both Democrats, but the only president worse than that guy is that guy. But I mean, they all sucked, right? They were, they were all terrible. They just set up the system to fail for the next guy so he could implement some agenda to, to fail for the next guy so he could implement an agenda and just... Ping pong back and forth between, oh God, I don't know. I'm sick of all these presidents get wrecked. Let's see. Eric voting systems. If you guys have been following the story, the Eric voter registration system is used by many states in the country and it's just awful. It's terrible. There's all kinds of dead people and just names that shouldn't be on the list. You'll have way more people registered to vote than are legally able or legally can vote in the state and just mass votes go out. So the Eric system, I mean, Trump's been speaking out about it in recent weeks and some states are actually doing something about it and removing the Eric system out of their state. But we have David Becker, the Democrat operative who founded the Eric system used in over 30 states with 35 million voter records will not seek renomination according to a recent tweet. And there is that tweet from good old David Becker with a good old Ukrainian flag in his bio. Says everything. Today I informed Eric States that I will not accept renomination as a non-voting member of the board when my term expires this week. Goodbye, get wrecked, thank you. Don't come again. So here's the thing about 2024 is that a lot of people are saying, oh, why would you even try to vote again? We know the votes are so rigged. Why is Trump running in the election again? But uh, I think enough is going to get cleaned up over the next two years to be able to, I'm not going to say all the fraud or all the angles of potential fraud are going to get blocked, but enough of it. I think enough of it will where... You'll have people overwhelming the polls. You'll have them try to cheat. Of course they will, but you're going to have so many people more vigilant, more aware than in 2020. And enough of the holes will get plugged up at least to prevent another 81 million most votes ever kind of cheat, right? So do your thing. Don't worry. Don't freak. Go out and vote. Get your friends too. And keep your eyes out for any cheating next election. And this thing about Eric has to be good news because the Washington Post, their whole editorial board, their whole newspaper. You are fake news. Their whole newspaper put out an opinion just an hour ago. An hour ago. Republicans enable voter fraud in the name of of fighting it emotional damage 1000 million percent projection and they're just purely carrying water for eric the electronic registration information center oh yes we need eric it's an enormous success it helps keep the voter rolls secure and safe and elections secure and democracy and blah 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 look at this on the editorial board's agenda. This is on the Washington Post's editorial board agenda. They threw this in the middle of a freaking article. What does it say? Biden has a new border plan. The United States should keep the pressure on Nicaragua. Americans' fight against inflation isn't over. The Taliban has doubled down on the repression of women. The world's ice is melting quickly. I don't get it. They just say on the editorial board's agenda and just list bullet points. Six pages of bullet points. Oh, border. Migrant surge along the border. 
Nicaraguan story, inflation story, Afghanistan story. My climate change. Everything woke turns to shit. My climate change. New study finds. Go to hell, Wapo. And re, re. <laughs> Republicans enable voter fraud in the name of fighting it. And then we've got the Brennan Center for Justice. Some lawyer think tank out of New York. Bunch of arrogant jackasses. States cave to conspiracy theories and leave voter data cooperative. Eric. They're nervous about it. So that's good news. Let's talk about the economy. Moody's cuts outlook on U.S. banking system to negative. The whole banking system is negative, citing rapidly deteriorating operating environment. So Moody's is kind of a fore, uh, forewarning or foreshadowing. Moody's being a financial like rating system for how stable, I guess certain industries or particular businesses are i think it was some like three months before silicon valley bank crashed i might be getting that time frame wrong but it was a few months before svb crashed moody's downgraded them so moody's is kind of a good tell foretelling of what may maybe to come but moody's investor service cut its view on the entire banking system to negative from stable. So there you go. Uh, be careful out there, folks. Be very, very careful. And the U.S. Treasury says it's monitoring Credit Suisse situation. So this is spreading. This instability in financial markets is spreading, not just in America, but Stocks of financial institutions in Europe were tanking today. Credit Suisse, which is a Switzerland, I think it's the largest bank in Switzerland. Their stock getting wrecked. It's, uh, yeah, right? And the Fed and the central banking. Although, what you need to watch out for is an attempt by the globalists to say, oh my gosh, look at all of our unstable financial institutions that are crashing. Then the government will come in and buy the banks. It's, it's an easy way to nationalize the banks. And then they'll also try to say, oh, we need a central bank digital currency. It'll help to regulate and stabilize everything. Nazara Jazara must be here. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> shit. Nazara quantum financial bullshit. Friggin' A. Um, no, anyway, back to topic here. So yes, be wary of the whole CBDC push, central bank digital currency push, and obviously the Nazara QFS bullshit push too in conspiracy world. People still sucking on that teat, I guess. On that hopium teat. Next story, the wokeness of these banks. Go woke, go broke. Everything woke turns to shit. Signature Bank, which was the New York bank that debanked Trump two years ago. They got karma for that the other day. They got shut down. Signature Bank hosted seminar on gender pronouns like Z and... Hi, R. Six months before collapse. Oh my God, is that a screenshot from it? Chairman of the board of directors of Signature Bank. Literally, the chairman of the board held a company-wide lecture in October on pronouns. Know your pronouns. Oh my God. If you're a sick of the transgender pronoun agendas I am, hit that like button, my friends. Subscribe to this channel. 
And if you like my soundboard... Are you not entertained? You need to... Shut the hell up. Okay. Uh, Silicon Valley Bank. Woke Banks gave over $73 million to Black Lives Matter. We learned that Silicon Valley Bank was involved in a lot of climate startups. Silicon Valley Bank also heavily invested with China. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Silicon Valley Bank also held a pronoun seminar thing. Now we're learning they donated $73 million to BLM. In fact, we have another news story that we're going to discuss in a few minutes here about BLM and a, a report from Breitbart about how much freaking money that BLM got. I'm not going to spoil it with the number. You're going to have to wait and see. But Silicon Valley Bank gave over $73 million to BLM. So apparently the BLM founders could buy third, fourth, fifth homes in Southern California, right? Chicago, wherever. It's crazy. So there you go. If you have any money in a bank right now, you better damn make sure that they're not putting any money in a any money in a gender programs or BLM. If they're not, you'll be safe. If they are, change your bank. <laughs> An interesting article from Gateway Pundit here about the the Biden administration executing a hostile takeover of the FDIC. And uh, basically what happened is that a year ago, President Trump's FDIC director resigned after what she claimed was a hostile takeover by the Biden regime. She was appalled with the actions taken by those close to Biden. Well, now here we are a year later, and it appears that that's probably the reason Team Biden, Team Deep State, took over the FDIC, because now we're seeing all these banks fail, especially all these banks with that are woke as shit, with a bunch of Chinese venture capital accounts. And what's happening? These banks are getting bailed out. It's the bailout that they don't want to admit is a bailout. <sighs> you fools. You can't fix stupid. And one more thing on tech. Two more things on tech. Then we'll move on to McCovid. Meta, aka Facebook, aka LifeLog, laying off 10,000 more workers after initial cuts in November. So they are up to like 20,000 employees. They're laying off. They've laid off now, which is freaking awesome, man. I've been having some fun on Instagram. And I haven't had one problem. I've had an Instagram account for a few months now. Not an issue. It's great. These tech companies are letting go a bunch of their staff, which includes their moderation desk, which means they just don't have the staff to censor people like they used to. So it's awesome, man. It's good news. Poor folks that got laid off, but should have saw that coming. And uh, one last thing, this on AI. Microsoft-backed OpenAI starts release of powerful AI known as ChatGPT4. So ChatGPT3 is the one that's been making waves for six months, nine months now. Uh, I was playing around with ChatGPT the other day, and... Uh, I, I, I don't know. I couldn't get it to do anything useful for me. I've got a lot of people coming to me saying, oh yeah, I use it for so many aspects of my business. And I could see that. I could see where chat GPT can help your business. But in terms of, uh, shall we say, awakened journalism or red pill journalism, chat GPT isn't going to do shit because it's a propaganda bot. If there's any kind of sensitive info, 
ChatGPT is just going to give you the complete normie propaganda answer. So I couldn't get it to do absolutely anything useful for this journalism work of mine. But I started playing around with it and trying to get it to write like health and fitness blogs for me. And it was actually pumping out some pretty decent, uh, decent content. So yeah, on one hand, I can see how it could help a lot of people. But on the other hand, you really got to be careful with it. Because it is, uh, it is a propaganda tool, so you just have to be able to. You know. uh, chat says Chat GPT is an Israeli spy operation. Got any sauce for that? I'm the sauce boss. Gonna have to provide it for me. Um, Microsoft is the biggest funder by it behind it. Open AI, but. Uh, you know, but anyway, chat GPT four, which is their latest version, which I think you have to pay for, uh, GPT three is free, but I think GPT four is behind a paywall. If I'm getting that right. Although the thing is chat GPT four, the amount of information on the internet that GPT four scrubs as opposed to GPT three version the four version versus the three version. The four version is like a hundred times more powerful. It's immensely more powerful with how much more it scrubs on the internet. However, the whole linguistic models work. I'm, you know, not an expert on that stuff by any means, but it's, uh, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how this changes things. Uh, there will be certain industries that cannot get replaced, like red pill journalism. That's why I'm here. <laughs> it's, you know, uh, citizen journalism is only going to get more uh, important and popular and necessary, especially as these AI tools come out and they just get so propagandized and whatnot. But um, we'll see how people use it for their business. I don't know. I just... I didn't know what kind of keywords to feed it. And I had a couple people email me trying to help me understand how to use chat GPT. And I tried it out, but I just like couldn't, I don't know. I don't know. I would like to find out how it can help streamline my workflow, but it wouldn't, you know. I like one, okay. One more thing before we move on. Um, what did I ask it? I asked it, name me 10 video titles or give me 10 video topics, conspiracy theory video topics. Give me 10 conspiracy theory video topics or whatever. And the shit that ChatGPT3 gave me, it was like, oh my God, it was so ridiculous. Something on the Mandela effect, um, the truth about 9-11 conspiracy theories. It wasn't even 9-11 conspiracy theories. It was the truth about conspiracy theories. Like, here's why all these things are fake. No, it wasn't a controlled demolition. No, this or that. Like, it was so diet woke. Like, it's the it's the, the Joe Rogan kind of conspiracy theories. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Lame. All right, guys. Uh, midway through the show here, before we move on, I want to give a shout out to... My friend's company, One Source Solutions. I've had multiple people ask me in recent weeks what they can do to process payments for their business. And I'm not even kidding you. Somebody actually asked me this on Instagram DM the other day. How can they process payments for their business? Because PayPal deplatformed them. Stripe was deplatforming them. Um, and I recommended them to One Source Solutions. So it's exactly what they do. They help your business run payments. And One Source Solutions is owned by a Patriot. It's, owned, it's a mom and pop shop, small business that does payment processing. So they won't cancel you, won't deplatform you, won't track what you say on the internet or whatever you sell. And I mean, whatever you sell. Uh, or if you have a brick and mortar shop, you do nails, um, you sell ammunition, you whatever it is. They'll help you out. They'll hook you up. And I think they can even help you take uh, take crypto payments too. So 
TrustOneSource.com is the website. I'll link it in the description of this video. All right, back to our tabs. Exclusive, ATF. ATF gains financial information on potential gun buyers for warrantless tracking. Documents show. The Epic Times got some FOIA documents. And in their FOIA documents they got showed ATF agents requesting warrantless surveillance by the FBI for reasons such as low salaries, past firearm purchases, and sending bizarre messages. So if you're broke and you're sending some people weird memes... Apparently, the ATF and the FBI think that is justification enough to track you. Dude, get wrecked, ATF. Get wrecked. And let me have a pistol brace. It's just a piece of plastic. Good God. Uh, Speaking of Second Amendment, Biden had this to say yesterday to pass universal background checks eliminate gun manufacturers immunity from liability and i'm determined once again to ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines to pass i couldn't even hear what he said at the beginning of that I, I i may be a white boy but i'm not stupid i am determined once again to ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines Assault weapon. Completely vague, completely arbitrary. There's no legal or technical definition of what is an assault weapon. Number one. Number two, high capacity magazines. Also fairly vague and arbitrary, right? You've got a subcompact pistol that holds 10 rounds. You got a full size pistol that holds 19 rounds. Wow! That's a high-capacity pistol there with that full-size one. Some states like friggin' Washington and Oregon are banning all rifle magazines that are over 10 rounds. 10! Just standard 30-round mags are now illegal in those states. So I guess if you're in the military and you have a government-issued 30-round mag, whatever. Unconstitutional, indeed. Indeed. Against the law, for sure. For sure. Uh, Back to the FBI here. FBI and State Department miss the deadline to produce COVID origin information to House panel. The FBI and Department of State. Anytime you see State Department or Department of State, just replace the CIA and just Basically the same thing. State Department is just like a fancy cover for a bunch of CIA people that go overseas. So the FBI and the Department of State didn't provide documents by the deadline in response to a congressional request for information on the origins of the COVID-19 virus. But the agencies are expected to comply. According to the House panel seeking the information they're supposed to uh cuff it all up let's see here monday monday was their deadline march 13th two days ago but a spokesperson for the subcommittee on oversight and accountability holding these COVID origin hearings did not receive the documents at this time big surprise right big surprise uh epa is our next three-letter agency on deck. God, we went. FBI, ATF, CIA, EPA. EPA moves to limit forever chemicals in drinking water. Part of me is saying, oh, sweet, great. They're limiting the polyfluoroacyl substances and perfluorooctane sulfonic acid and perfluorooctanoic acid <laughs> I'm actually doing pretty well with these so they're just a bunch of uh 
quote unquote forever chemicals that are bad. They're bad, MK. They're bad, MK. So I see you in the chat, Dirk. I see you. You say start with fluoride if you're serious. Well, fun fact, let's take a closer look at those chemicals. What do you notice right there? What do you notice right there? What do you notice right there? All these forever chemicals are fluoride-based. So the EPA is taking all these PFOA, PFOS, PFAS chemicals out of the water that are bonded with fluoride, but they're not taking out the fluoride itself. Like the, uh, oh shit, what is it? Fluorosicilic acid, the main fluoride, the main fluorides, sodium fluoride that they put into the drinking water. So when, when EPA, when remove Pfizer buying Cancer Biotech CGen, which stands for Seattle Genetics, a Seattle-based genetics company. Pfizer bought them for $43 billion. $43 billion. Increasing access into new cancer treatments. So as the name suggests, they're going to be genetics-based cancer treatments. Apparently, Elon Musk, he does say some dumb shit every once in a while, uh, in response to the new story that Pfizer bought uh, CGen, Elon Musk says, synthetic mRNA does have great potential to cure cancer. Uh, well, here's a thought. Why don't we invest $43 billion? Imagine what we could do if we put that kind of money into actually educating people on how to uh, live healthy lives, how to feed themselves properly, how to move their bodies properly, what to avoid to not get cancer. Do we actually want to reduce and get rid of cancer? Well, we should probably avoid what the hell's causing it. What a concept. <laughs> Holy shit, he's a genius. Why don't we just stop eating GMO food? Stop putting poison in our body, on our skin. Why don't we just do these things? Reduce the rates, right? So then we won't even have to cure it because it won't even be there. Like when I see those fuck cancer stickers on people's cars, and I'm like watching them push the grocery cart to their car full of Diet Coke and Doritos and Wonder Bread. I'm just like, dude, fuck cancer, but I really want to eat it. <laughs> Shit pisses me off, man. The ignorance. Mind-numbing. Back to BLM. We're going to finish up with some woke stuff. We're going from BLM to triggered college kids to climate change to a bunch of trannies. So BLM. The BLM movement received nearly $83 billion from corporations. That is, uh, according to Claremont Institute and a new funding database that they put out. So the Claremont Institute Center for the American Way of Life explained the necessity of their report in an article published in Newsweek, where the center asserted that the 2020 BLM movement was about more than just rioting and destruction. It was just a big grift, obviously. $83 billion? That's, are you sure? 83 billion. 
I don't know, man. I guess maybe. Check out all of the amounts that each, each of these individual companies apparently gave. Walmart gave BLM $100 million, Allstate $8 million, American Express $50 million, Apple $100 million, AT&T $20 million, Nike $90 million, all the airlines companies, Bank of America $20 million, Wells Fargo $200 million, BlackRock almost a billion themselves, over $800 million. And we have more. U.S. Bank, 160 million. Goldman Sachs, 10 mil. Morgan Stanley, 30 mil. Capital One, 10 mil. Mastercard, 500 mil. Prudential Financial, 500 mil. Okay, all right, we're getting into the billions. So 80 though, man, it seems like a lot. Can you say money laundering? I mean, Trump getting into office, if a lot of these deep state slush funds really did get cleaned up, well, then they would need new slush funds. So let's just push all this BLM racism bullshit. Let's push all those black squares on your Instagram accounts. Let's get Colin Kaepernick's dumbass out there and put a knee on a black dude's throat. So, yeah, there we go. Wonder what offshore bank accounts that $83 billion went to. Man. Okay. Check this. Okay. These are the protesting college kids out of Stanford. Talk about entitled fuckwits. So we had a federal judge that was supposed to speak at Stanford Law School. This was like a week ago, last week. Federal judge... Trump appointed was going to speak at Stanford Law School. He got protested by a hundred student protesters and the dean, the dean of the school themselves, or no, the school, not the, not the high dean, head dean. We're talking the school's associate dean for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Makes sense, right? Shocker. The school's associate dean for diversity, equity, and inclusion led a hundred student protesters to protest this Trump-appointed judge from speaking at Stanford. Okay? Last week. Then the Stanford judge or the Trump-appointed judge, excuse me, demanded that that woke dean apologize for causing just a ruckus. I think some of it even got like almost violent. So she did. Stanford finally apologized to Trump appointed judge whose talk was ambushed by students in the woke Dean. This was last weekend or Monday. This is earlier in the week. So the woke Dean caved apologized to Trump appointed judge. Now, All the Stanford students that protested the Trump-appointed judge are upset that their super-woke dean apologized, and now they're protesting the woke dean. (laughs) Everything woke turns to shit. Emotional damage. (laughs) Emotional damage. We got to protest something. I don't know what to protest. Let's just go protest everybody. The dean, the woke dean, why did you apologize? Coward, we're coming after you. Get the pitchforks. Molotov cocktails. Oh, man. Okay, climate. Rasmussen put out a poll yesterday that said, is climate change a false religion? And get this, 60% of likely U.S. voters... Agreed, including almost 50% strongly agree that climate change has become a religion and actually has nothing to do with the climate. Huh. 
And that's a that sounds like that's a majority of all voters, not just left or right voters, but all voters. It is a poll. Take it for what it's worth. Might be a little bit skewed, but it is Rasmussen, not Rasputin. Rasmussen. But yes, I think we all agree. At least everybody watching my channel should agree. Climate change is not a, just a religion. It's a cult. It's a cult religion. And let's get to the trainees. So, oh my God. The, the Biden administration, Department of Energy, excuse me, former employee, former Department of Energy employee, this guy who got caught stealing all the luggage from the airports, right? Well, he shows up in a dress one day, and it's the exact same dress that this Tanzanian fashion designer made. He got caught. He, she, it, whatever pronoun this person is, got caught stealing the exact dresses, like the clothes from this Tanzanian fashion designer. Uh absolutely hilarious and shameful and everything else tanzanian fashion designer tells tucker carlson that sam brinton sam is an appropriate name could go both ways boy girl sam brinton damaged her career did the gateway pundit just you just use the proper pronoun for a dude I mean, for, for, God, this gets so confusing. It's a dude. Why did the gateway pundit put her? Oh, it was a woman that wrote this. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. Damaged his career after he stole her. Wait, no. Oh, that's why it's so confusing. They're talking about the Tanzanian fashion designer. Ah, oh, God, this gender stuff is just a mind fuck. Tanzanian fashion designer tells Tucker Carlson Sam Britton damaged her career after he stole her custom wardrobe. Oh my god. Oh my god. See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. You can't fix stupid. I wish the government would just ban itself. And on to our next one. Oh man. We're almost done, guys. We're almost done. I'm, I'm like tempted to crack open the bourbon for this show. There's just so much, so much nonsense in this one. Nebraska Democrat says she will burn the session to the ground over bill banning sex change surgeries for children. Republicans are introducing a bill to ban sex change surgeries for children in Nebraska. And this woman, this, this, Period-having person, so distraught. She is so adamant about children being able to get their dicks chopped off or get a get a woman part insert, whatever. Get get the hormone blockers, the sterilizing drugs. She's so adamant about that that she will she will burn the session to the ground. I'm going to make it painful, she says. Painful for everyone. Sounds like a threat. My God. You can decide. You can talk to the speaker and you can say, listen, LB 547 is the priority of this legislature or it's not. But if this legislature collectively decides that legislating hate against children Look at them white in them eyeballs. When somebody has that much white in their eyes, that's crazy eyes. Children is our priority, then I am going to make it painful. Wait, she's saying that the people that hate children don't want them to get their dicks chopped off? So she's saying that 
it's loving to children to give them sex change surgeries. Ah, little Johnny, I love you so much that I'm going to mutilate you. Ah. Oh, man. Okay. Woke Jamie Lee Curtis gives her 2023 Oscar statue. They, them pronouns. Look at this. Here, here they are. Have we named her? What's her? I'm, I'm, I'm in support of my daughter Ruby. I'm, I'm having them be a they them. Oh. Um, I'm, I'm gonna just call them them. They oh. them. And oh. um, they are doing great. Oh. And uh, they're settling in. Um, and um, I couldn't. I mean, I just. In my life, I never thought in a million years that I would have this couple days. And I'm, I'm um, very, very moved by the Is that drugs? Is that mental illness? Or is that both? This is getting tough, guys. This is getting tough. Two more tabs. Oh, this is the worst one. Oh, my God. I can't do this. Drew freaking Barrymore and uh, this guy, Dylan Mulvaney. Remember him? Oh, my God. <laughs> so sorry. I'm so sorry. Let me ask you about the negativity. How have you dealt with it? And, and what's an approach you take? What's your self-talk? What do you filter? Yes. How do you? I still read the comments, but there is so much hatred directed at the trans community right now. It's everywhere. And I think the greatest weapon that I can contribute is trans joy and comedy and talking about hard. Comedy, yes. Are you not entertained? Indeed you know, subjects and really intricate moments of a transition and try to let everybody in to see that, you know, I'm not a monster. I'm not somebody that, you know, um, is trying to, to do anything but be myself and be happy. It's not hate. It's not hate. I don't hate these people. I want them to live happy lives doing their own thing, but just letting everybody else be. Don't push your weird, don't push your agenda, don't flaunt the pride bullshit. What are you proud of? No. There's a big difference between pride and arrogance, and for them it's a fine line. I don't, it's not hate. Disappointment, maybe. Embarrassment, most definitely. Um, just go do your thing. Leave everybody else the fuck alone. And we'll leave you the fuck alone. But the fact that you're out here flaunting yourself and getting into politics, getting political on the shows, all right, we're going to talk about it then. And we're going to have a laugh. It's called Consequences. It's called consequences. Oh, yeah, and don't push it on the children, right? Speaking of which, we got another popular transgender social media influencer here. The one on the left. So this story is that uh, a brave mom, her name is Shamirin Nessa. That is her on the right in the headdress. So the woke mob went after her because she called out the transgender dude here for his grooming. For his grooming. Yes, guys, I am filling the swear jar tonight, but do you blame me? Look at what we're look at what we're going through. Maybe maybe you can handle this in chunks and be okay, but I'm cramming it all into an hour here, folks. I'm sorry, but it's taken me some F words to deal with this. 
And if it doesn't take you any F-words to deal with this, I am concerned for your mental health. So we've got Shamiran. I want to get her name right. Be respectful. Shamiran Nessa. She got doxxed. Her kids have been threatened. She created a video calling out dude for his grooming. Where is it here? Okay, here it is. I'm going to play it. What? Why did it take me to... Okay, let's play it. Stop telling trans people that we're inspirational. Stop telling kids to go on your Patreon and chat to you privately without their parents knowing. And then a lot of people made stitches of me saying I'm transphobic, I've done a lot of bad stuff, um, they've even attacked my scarf, my religion, a lot of bad stuff, which I don't want to go into. And these people have also said they are not talking to the kids. Okay, so I did a little bit of digging. Hi kids. Hey kids. I want to talk to the kids. Hi kids. Hey kids. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of videos of them addressing kids. Now, the main video I want to talk about. Your parents screwed up. It's okay to say so. <laughs> That's why I made a Patreon. So you want to talk to kids whose parents have screwed up. Why? Why you want to talk to these particular kids? Why? That's why I made a Patreon. So that we could talk about it. So that we could connect in a way that has more privacy. So that we could talk to each other in a way that's uh, more open and stuff that we wouldn't share like in the comments of a video like this. I think you're worthy. And... So you want to talk to kids on a social media platform privately about topics that cannot be talked about in the video of TikTok's comments sections. Because why? Why you want to do that? Why you can't chat about these topics in these comments? Is it because you might get flagged or something? What, what, what could be the reason? Could this be one of the reasons? Going no contact with the kids' parents? Because you say in one of your videos how kids can go no contact with their parents. So you teach kids how to go no contact with their parents? Is that is that what you're teaching them on, on Patreon? Or is it this? You're teaching this more on... Because this, this video might get flagged. That's why I don't want to say the word. And this is Jeffrey Marsh's Patreon. You talk about this topic with kids. Now here are just some of the signs of grooming. Literally one of the first ones, gaining access and isolating the victim. Asking them privately to go on Patreon and talking to them privately so you can connect. And then showing these kids that you trust them, you love them, you will keep their secrets and to keep them isolated from their parents. And then the icing on the cake is this video. Hi beautiful, if you do not have a family that loves you, I'm going to be your family. No, you can't. You are a stranger on the internet. You are not their family. Oh, and another thing. You can turn off age restrictions on Patreon. So kids can go to Jeffrey Marsh's their Patreon. Oh, man. I didn't realize how long that video was, but hot diggity damn. Yeah, claps for that lady. Yeah. You go. You go, girl. Call out that grooming ass motherfucker. Oh, Jesus. What does this world come to? Shots fired! Shots fired! I don't know if I have it in me for any Q&A tonight, guys. I'll see you on Friday. Locals, in the morning. 10 a.m. Uh, my time. Noon Eastern... 9 a.m. Pacific. Locals on Friday. Public stream. Free for everybody. Uh, go follow me on Locals. Link will be in the description below this video. And I'll be streaming again on Friday. Should do Q&A in that stream. I'll chat for a little bit. So. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, interesting stream there, guys. Interesting world we live in, isn't it? We're in this together, man. We got some... We got some shit to shovel, don't we? <laughs> uh.
All right, guys. Thanks for your support. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that like button. Subscribe to this channel. Whatever. Appreciate your support. However, wherever, whatever you do. Thanks, guys. Um, again, two. I guess two streams on Friday. The local stream and then the um, stream here. Also, one thing. Knowledge-based tomorrow on Badlands. There's going to be no knowledge-based. No knowledge-based tomorrow on Badlands. Um, we're taking a week off. And... Uh, yeah, we just don't too too much going on tomorrow. So, but I will be having some videos coming out between now and Friday. So, I've got a a few vids I've recorded. Those will be releasing. I'll be working on some Instagram shit, some short videos on there, reels on there. So go follow me on Instagram. Uh, stuff coming out here. Substack. No knowledge base tomorrow. Okay, I'm trying to go through the checklist off the top of my head. All right. See you guys in a couple days. Thank you. Take care. And um, let me grab a drink. <clears throat>